I'm going to throw up. I think I'm going to throw Don't up. Don't throw up. The nice dinner that I had. I'm going to throw it up. You're going to throw up. You're going to throw up. Come on! <laughs> and we're back with another episode of the Sunday Sweats. The original crew still at it, losing all our, our I don't know how you'd call them, our special guests every week. It's yeah, they all dropped three. off. Yeah. yeah, they abandoned us. So you got Reggie on the mic, Adam on the mic, technical producer Jack. Trav's no longer working; he's going for a run. And we got Blind Kayla as well. <laughs> Blind Kayla, along with Sleepy Pepper. <laughs> Couple of big guests. <laughs> Couple big guests. You'll big hear guess. some. You'll hear something. I don't think you'll hear anything. Nothing probably. about golf, so they probably won't talk, which makes sense. Pepper might actually know more than Kayla about golf. Yeah, Kayla leaves the golf channel on for Pepper. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, all right. I don't know. What do you guys want to get into? I have literally nothing planned. <laughs> I'm a guru. I'll start with that. Right. Yeah, I am a fucking winner. Two weeks in a row. Jack is a guru. I even had to tweet it. I know. I got. I felt honored. I got the tweet. I got the Jack wins again. So we're finally a winning podcast. Again. A- again. I had a good stretch early on. Yeah, because you had. Would you get Cantley at? 20? I got him at like two fifty. No, twenty. Mm. Like twenty five to one. Yeah. Sure, say it how you want. Plus two fifty. That would be plus twenty five hundred at twenty five. Plus two fifty is like two and a half. Two and a half to one. You got twenty five to one. Jesus. Twenty five to one. Man, (laughs) this is tough for the pod. No, it's not. I mean, I I do I do what I read and I read what I say. We're on episode twenty and we don't know how to read betting lines still. That's not true. (laughs) I just can't read in general. That all right? Well, that could be true. I will say, I did have Cantley in my, like, overall pool for golf, like my fantasy league or whatever, but so did six other people. Oh, so it just didn't count? Well, it did shift, because everyone who took them, like, wasn't doing well, so I actually did shift to, like, ninth place, and my boss actually moved into, like, third place, I think, so he's in the money right now, Um, but it's so compact, like, right there that I'm only losing by, like a couple hundred points, which isn't much in this league. Yeah. So if I have a couple good tournaments, like I could be in the money soon here. So it was kind of a big jump for me. Um, but there's still one guy that's just fucking running away with this thing. Did He's he already have, picked like three winners. Did he have Cantley? He did not have Cantley. So like you big caught game. him a little bit, big but like he still is like 7,000 some points and everyone else is at like 5,000 is in like the third place realm. I'm like four, 4,900 or something like that. So I'm close. But, did, you, did you win any bets? Um, I ended up taking Scotty Scheffler the start of the third round because he was nine to one before, like before the start of the third round, and he was three shots back against Cantley and Mark Howell. But I'm like, I don't want to bet them because they were like plus one fifty or something like that, and I was like, well, that's no fun. So I took Scheffler, and then he was actually like tied for the lead at one point, and so, but then he started fading a little bit, so I ended up taking a cash out at like. I think I ended up like netting forty dollars. Why didn't Why didn't you share any of this information? I think I told you. No, you didn't. No, I told somebody. You told me round four you bet Scheffler and Homa. Yeah, the starter or he started round four. I mean, sorry, I said round three. He started round four. It was nine to one. Got some discrepancies. Check the books. Check the ledgers. It was nine to one. Started round four. We're gonna see. Was three shots back going into it. All right. So it was round four. All right. But yeah, so I cashed out like forty bucks. So it wasn't like a big win or anything, but it was all right. Uh, the only the only bet I won was uh, 
I'm just going to start betting it every single time is fucking Stewie Sink. <laughs> I want Stewie Sink's three ball. Oh, is that what? I yeah. was say, what do you win on? Yeah, just his three ball. I mean, I didn't win, like, anything, but yeah, a win's a win. Stewie Sink. In these trying times. Oh. <laughs> yeah, in these trying times. But the bigger story is that there is an asterisk next to this win. Yes, there is. <laughs> yep. But it doesn't matter when it comes to money, so... Well, I mean, you could ask Rom the same thing, and he'd say, what well, matters for my $1.6 million? I guess you're right. <laughs> Don't get COVID then, Rom. Well, yeah. <laughs> that is That is true. So don't um, like it, stop it. Well, I was trying to figure out how this all happened and like kind of dove or dove into it a little bit. And so like for everyone who didn't see it, he was leading by six going in or ended the third round, and he was leading by six. And then he had a WD with COVID. Um, what was that? Kayla's on her phone in the stop studio. Doing that. You can't do that while we're on the pod. I'm on silent. Clearly not. I, I heard something. Phone. I thought it was trap. I was like, I thought he already left. But anyways, he didn't read the waiver. Yeah, right. To be in part of the studio Adam, audience. Adam, quit picking your skin. You didn't have to mention that part. <laughs> anyways, he was leading by six, and then they told him on the 18th green, like right when he's walking off, that he tested positive. Well, I heard they tested him like five or six times throughout the course. Well, so this is why I had to dive into it, because I was like, what actually happened? Basically... I heard it. I don't know what version of this is true or not, but basically he or someone announced to the tour that he was like around someone who tested positive. So then he had to go into COVID protocol. Yeah. So someone squealed. Well, he could have told them himself. I've heard the story that he's told the PJ tour or someone else did. Or, Good guy, or, John Rom. I, I don't know what actually happened there, but the PJ tour knew he was exposed. So then he had to test every single day. And so, like, they knew this could have happened. And so, so even, like, the start of the tournament, like, he couldn't go into the locker room. Oh, like, really? he couldn't, like, do all this stuff at the clubhouse. Like, he had to be, like... Exiled? Yeah, pretty much. And so, anyways, and it also means that, like, he obviously didn't get the COVID vaccine and, you know, chose not to for whatever reason. But in the end, it, like, what was interesting to me was... So then they test him, or they tell him the start of... And there was a lot of rain delays, so that was part of this, too, but... The start of the third round, they told him that his test came back positive. Still went out? It, well, and then he went, but because the Cause next. they can keep testing. Well, it could have been a false positive. Oh, that's true. So basically, they're not going to kick him out of the tournament for this one test. But what was interesting to me, I was like, well, but he still played the third round with other people. Yeah, he was still like. Why like, wouldn't you just. I was like, tea time. Because I was wondering how, like. How does Cantley then not have to be forced into like? Well, and that's I'm wondering if Cantley maybe has the vax. That could be. Yeah. So that's like they didn't announce any of this stuff, but I'm like at the end of the third round, for example, he like shook Cantley's hand. Yeah. And then found out right after that that he tested positive because they tested him again at the start of the third round. Cantley probably looked at his hand like, oh no. Yeah, and, and then the other part was like, Good you thing know, they don't do the old fashioned like. Oh, <laughs> 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 But it was like, why did they tell him? Like, did they just get the test back on the 18th green? Like, why didn't they go to hole, like, 16 and tell him? So you didn't have to have, like, all these viewers on the 18th green, like, witness this whole disaster. Maybe they wanted that. Well, I see, that's the part where I'm not really sure what happened. Like, they're not going to, PG Tour's not going to come out and say, well, yeah, we found out on the sixth hole, but we decided to wait to let him play 18 holes, so he's in the lead by six shots and then tell him. Like, there's no way they're ever going to come out with that unless someone, like, squeals on the PGA Tour. Yeah, but at the same time, could you imagine if, like, the 15th hole, they're like, yep, you're done, shut it down. That's all they're going to talk about for the rest of the whole entire broadcast is... 
Yeah, but I still, if I'm Rama, that would be better to me than like, all right, I'm up six shots on 18 and then I find out. Like, if I'm only up, you know, two or something and I find out, I'm like, I'm still pissed, obviously, but like, it's not like you're running away with the tournament at that point. Yeah. It's still a close match. That's fair. So, and the other thing I heard about it too, though, was like, if they did find out on 18 or around that time at least, like, you have to tell him before he goes to the scoring booth because he's going to be shaking hands with everyone, like, walking through the fans and stuff. So, I don't know. It, it was a bad situation, but there's still that asterisk on Cantley. Like, that's not, like, a real win. We're, I was talking to somebody. But it's a real win for me. Wow, yeah. that's. How does that ass. work for your pool, though? Pool, though, do you guys get, like, half the points? <laughs> yeah, there's an asterisk. No, there is an asterisk. Well, I kind of – the asterisk is actually for the option pool, so there's oh. not one, but <laughs> I wish there was. Um, I was discussing with somebody too, like what should Cantley do for Rom? Like, Jesus, Kayla. One more time, you're yeah, out. you are gonna be banned. You're gonna get the, the live nude sign as like a on air sign. Yeah, that would be a good <laughs> on air sign. <laughs> um, but what what should what should he do for Cantley, or for what should Cantley do for Rom? Like, buy him something. Like, obviously, money doesn't matter to either of these guys at this point because they have could, so much shit. Like, I'm a Bentley. Maybe he could schedule him for a COVID vaccine. I'll toss you some bucks. I was wondering why Rom hasn't got one. And, like, obviously, people do it for different reasons. But the guy, I was telling you how we interviewed that guy not that long ago at my company, and he, like, didn't get one and still, like, flew. And the reason he didn't get one is because, like, they're trying like him and his wife are trying for another kid yeah so they're just like we don't know like what affects what so i was like i kind of get that i guess so maybe rom's trying for another kid who knows but i mean people have got different reasons i'm not here to make claims about anything but i don't know well i will say at at the end of it jack nichols was was like he's like it's a business decision. I was like, well, one, it's a health and business decision. Like, it's both. It's a healthy business But decision. basically, like, Rom gave up $1.6 million because he chose not to get the vaccine. So it is a business decision in that sense. So, yeah, I don't know. Did you see the quote from Off Topic? But did you see the quote from Mon- Montez Sweat, the dude from the first round pick from the I don't know Washington, Washington no. football team? He was like, they asked him early on and he was very hesitant about like getting the COVID vaccine. And so the team brought in like a bunch of like COVID experts to like explain like the vaccine to everybody. And they asked him about it. And he was like, he said, I'm not a fan of it at all. I won't get vaccinated until I get more facts. And then they brought in, they brought in the expert and then they said, why are you still hesitant? And he said, I haven't caught COVID yet, so I don't see me treating COVID until I actually get COVID. <laughs> but there's, like, this huge long quote of him just being a idiot. Like, all these football players, like, refusing, like, don't me don't want vaccine. Like, me want to hit quarterback. Like, it's all just, like, long brains that, like, Sam Darnold didn't want to get the vaccine either. He said he's hesitant. Yeah, he was the dude that missed a month last year due to another infectious disease, the mono. See, <laughs> so it's just, like, but. Get the vax, don't get the vax. I could give less of a shit what you do, but it's it's like smoking weed. Companies are going to say you can or you can't. And if I feel like NFL, PG, PGA, like they're going to say do it. Yeah. Like do it or don't play. I, yeah. Well, and that's the PGA Tour like had a stance where it was like, all right. they At one point, they were just testing everyone and doing it every time they got to the tournament. It was like part of their, you know, whatever they had to do for every tournament. But then when the vaccine started rolling out, the PGA Tour was like, 
get the vax, otherwise pay for your own goddamn tests. Like we're done doing this for you. Yeah. So like they like any player who's not getting vax like has to provide you know a test or whatever, do it themselves, and the PJ Tour is not going to do it anymore. So yeah. they've kind of gone that way a little bit. But my uh, start saying that they're testing for COVID and performance enhancing drugs, and that might clean this up. Well, people will start being like, "Yep, I'm vaxxed. <laughs> Never mind." <laughs> My uh, my cousin is going to play college football. They it was either get the COVID vaccine or get tested like four times a week. That's yeah. just a pain in the ass. And that's why he's getting the vaccine. Yeah, that's exactly. why I, I would do it. I also from our audience member just got a. We got we got an audience member like. Right in? That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> never I, wish, I wish I could say it was a tweet, but it was just a text because she can't talk anymore. <laughs> but it just says miss regarding fertility in the COVID vaccine. <laughs> it's a myth. It's all a lie. Can't, can't say I've read the article yet, but... The, the title is um, Ohio Department of Health debunks COVID-19 vaccine myths regarding fertility, but I don't know if I would trust Ohio. Yeah, nothing I trust. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio is like a bottom Ohio. five state but where Ohio I test... from Iowa. Columbus though is like a healthcare capital essentially there's nothing but hospitals in Columbus thank you well I don't know the tournament was in Ohio so I guess too bad this is probably why Athens Ohio it's probably why <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right well Where, that's where's Xavier at Cincinnati Cincinnati oh Brian came from Cincinnati oh yeah Brian came from Cincinnati um, all we know is soap so we're trying to keep people washing their hands all right, well, that's all I had on the last week's tournament and last weekend. You guys have anything else? Nope, absolutely nothing. I do have a Reggie's rant prepared for today. Oops. I feel like I've been missing one for a while. Yeah, do you we haven't had a Reggie's rant in a while. Should we do it right now? You remember, though, the rule is if you do a Reggie's rant, you have to do Reggie likes. Oh, I don't know if I will like. Reggie, you better start thinking. I have to start thinking about one. It's hard to think while I'm ranting, though. Well, you know what? You can always come. It doesn't have to be back. Yeah, you think? Uh, all right, it has to be the same episode, though. It does right, have to be the right. same episode. We'll all do right, the well, rant, and then we'll do like Reggie's rant. There we go. <laughs> all right. So this one's this one's actually work related. So I don't know. Hopefully, you know, if my boss is listening, he'll take it with a grain of salt. It's not against him or anything, but it's been brought up in my company a few times, um, and he's been put in the middle a couple times. Um, they but, throwing this guy under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he listens sometimes. So. Um, Basically, there's you know different sales reps throughout the country who have access to my schedule, who like schedule meetings with me, and I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah. So <have> I. <laughs> it happened again, like yesterday or today, this morning or yesterday or something. That's why I bring it up again. Um, but basically, they they schedule things on my calendar, and it's for these presentations that I do. <laughs> what are you pointing at? Keep going, go Reggie. Quit, quit distracting. We got another you're, rant. You're staring. Adam wants cream. He's pointing up at something that's near two things that I own. I'm like, what are you pointing I at? I thought he was pointing at the trophy. That's he what just I wanted thought. his lotion. Exactly. Yeah, he's got guy's a lotion. putting on up. his cream. <laughs> the cream. The cream. First he's picking his skin. Like now he's putting on his cream. Go on with your fucking rant. <laughs> God, you have the fucking attention span of a top. Well, quit fucking distracting me. Again, go on. All right. Anyways, they schedule stuff on my calendar, and basically what happens is they like fill out this form, and they I get like an email gets sent to me. It says they scheduled it, and it gets put on my Outlook calendar, and I have like a little event on my Outlook calendar. So I have an email and an Outlook event, and what happens like so? What I usually do is I'll look at my Outlook like the week prior, and then I'll make I have to make another meeting next to it from Outlook because 
we have an Outlook plugin where you can just click on the event and click like Zoom and send it. But we collect all this information from these people like that they probably shouldn't know that we collect all this information or like. Oh, you guys it. are Facebooking them, huh? Well, I mean, it's stuff we ask and like they know we have, but like they don't necessarily know we have a database of all this information or whatever. And you don't want to like promote that. So I have to create this new meeting next to it that doesn't have all that info in it versus just hitting that button. So then I have to go into the original event, like copy and paste, like the name of the whatever prospect or whoever Ooh, that we're just to set up a Zoom call. Well, yeah, and then I have to copy and paste the like email addresses to send it to, for whether it's like our rep I have to send it to, which I have obviously my contacts, but then the, these people who it's for, I don't have their info, so I have to copy and paste them. And sometimes there's like I don't know, there can be like three or four of them, and that's a pain in the ass too. Mm -hmm. And and they're also like hyperlinked, so it's not getting copy and paste easily. I get copy and paste and then like edit it a little bit because it comes across like in the hyperlinks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got to fix it every time. So I get annoyed doing it all the time, but it's fine. Like I'll do it a week ahead of time. Not a huge deal. But then I get these reps who schedule these meetings like a month out. So like the email I got today was from a rep who said, Hey, like just wanted to make sure. And he said it in a nice way. So it's not a big deal. But he's just like, Hey, just never saw anything about this. I told like my customer, it was going to be like, call me in a few days. Like, did you get this? Can you send this out or the invite out or whatever for zoom? It's for like a month and a half from now. I'm like, I don't just sit at my computer waiting for these emails to come in to then schedule Zoom invites. Like I look a week ahead of time or so to then schedule it from the Outlook calendar. And so then I was, you know, I scheduled it and sent it out to him. But I told him, I was like, all you have to do if you schedule one for like a ways out is submit the form that they submit anyways and just say, hey, just send the invite just to me, the rep. And then the rep can send their own invite to the customer. And then when I send out the Zoom, like a week before or whatever, they just copy and paste the Zoom info into that calendar invite that they sent to the customer. It's as simple as that. And then the customer has one thing on their calendar and it's coming from the rep who they actually know versus coming from a random email address. Like they don't know who I am. Yeah. So I'm like, you would rather do that anyways. That should be in my mind standard protocol, but it isn't. So it's just- I feel like this whole process seems kind of it's sense, but kind of stupid. Well, it is. And, and like the easy answer is just to like have it come over to me and click the, you know, add Zoom or whatever and automatically have the invite go out. But then they see all that information. So that's why we don't do it that way. But yeah. that's the easy answer. But it's just not something that we can really do or want to do. So I don't know. It's just a, it's came up multiple times where like reps have like brought it up to like other you know management or their art or regional vice presidents or whatever that like I don't send it out soon enough or whatever and I'm like all right I'll send it out like a week ahead of time like if that's not soon enough send your own invite and then I'll update you with the zoom info and you can just copy and paste it in the update or into the invite it's not that hard but it's just it's frustrating is that your rant that's my rant okay I'm gonna set a rule going forward that they have to be more generalized and not just workplace venting. That was the most <laughs> that was doozy of a rant I've ever heard. You I do after the focus on that. after the twentieth word, I stopped listening. I completely one hundred percent phased out. On it like three times. They have to be more general than that. I get it, and I'm like, even when I was thinking about a rant, I was like, this is work related, and I was like, that might not be the best, but. At the same time, like everyone uses Zoom these days, so maybe they'll get it a little bit. But I don't always have ones where it's just like the walking down the sidewalk and people don't fucking move, AKA Kayla, our audience. Oh. She doesn't move for anyone. Like 
those rants, you know, they come up, but like not every day. Well, don't force it. Yeah. Well, what I, you either got to be angry or don't be angry. That was just a doozy of a rant. Wow. All right. Well, you guys can cut it if you want, even though I don't cut anything. We're not cutting shit. Because <laughs> we gotta know. We gotta let the listeners know why we're no longer doing rants like that. Yep. <laughs> that was a learning experience. <laughs> Moving on. Um, do we want to dive into the what? Is it Palmetto? Palmetto. I don't know. They replaced it's the Canadian a, Open. Yeah, it's, it's Canadians a, are still in lockdown. Oh, they like can, they Canadians this? like can't even like leave their house. Well, no. they just opened golf courses like two weeks ago. So like. And we've been obviously been golfing for a long time, so like to hold an actual event. So I, I have a couple of Canadian clients, and we were talking about like you know Canada and all their va- all like their issues. And one of them, like one of them, they have family or something that's from the states came to visit, whatnot. They were telling me that when he comes back, he has to do like a Zoom COVID test essentially to like prove that he's and then still quarantine. Like you prove you're not negative. And then still have to quarantine regardless. Wait, how do you zoom COVID test? I don't know. It? Like you take the COVID test and like through the screen. Does it just like, like just a, like a here's the go. Hand go through the it's negative. <laughs> here's the proof. <laughs> All right, quarantine for fourteen days. Why? I'm, I'm negative. That. I'm gonna fact check you. <laughs> do it. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds really ridiculous. But yeah, they've been in lockdown for a long time. Yeah. Like there's, I, I saw they like started. It was maybe like. Two weeks ago or three weeks ago or something, they were finding people who were playing golf because it was technically in lockdown and you weren't allowed to. And they were like actually giving out fines to people. It was like, probably the people who live on the course. Oh, yeah. It was like everyone. Yeah. If I live on the course, I would for sure still be playing. Like, so there's nobody within a billion feet yeah, of me. I'm exactly. fine. Here. I live right there. Yeah. Let me get a hole in. That's a fine I would never pay. No, God. Like, I would be like, come after me. I'd, I'd wait for them. Oh, yeah. Where's come my third me. notice? Yeah, exactly. Send me to collections. Um, since it is golf-related, I, I would like to mention that, um, remember when our new roommate was moving in and the neighbors oh, aggressive, yeah. aggressively approached her and asked if our house was hitting golf balls off of our roof? Yeah. Because supposedly Did you find out who it was? No, but it wasn't shocking that we were the first suspects. <laughs> But it wasn't us. I know it wasn't us for once. But we're the scapegoats of this street. Oh, hundred percent. Not for long though. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know where. That's so dangerous. Yeah, I don't know where they were coming from. Like, I guess at one time, and I will say I wasn't here for this when we were. There was a baseball bat on the rooftop, and they were crushing beer cans. I believe Adam might have been here for this, and someone don't go as far. And, well, but the, the bat flew out of someone's hand. It <laughs> no almost, a bat going over the neighbor's glass roof sure does go <laughs> yeah, far. Yeah. Oh my Your God. heart will stop for about five seconds if you ever see that happen. Yeah, so that happened when I wasn't here. I also wasn't living here, so I was just a guest. <laughs> no, so, no yeah. liability. Yeah, no liability. <laughs> Fuck you. Yep. But, yeah, also we found out today that our apartment complex is under contract. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. But it's by developers, so supposedly we, I mean, I'm moving to Iowa for sure, but others could potentially stay here. That's, no, but yeah, but I heard that they're not doing that anymore. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's going to, I don't know why. They said, I've been here for too long. Some have been here for too short. End of an era. Who knows? I did offer, though, to our landlord, like, if they wanted us to help with getting new tenants. Because they paid us last time. Yeah. I was like, we'll do that again. If that got shot down right Yeah, he's like, no. <laughs> but anyways, 
It's officially coming to an end. Wow. All right, we got picks. Yeah, we, we picks. got, we got have, real picks. I have outright, I have first round leader, I have top 10, I have three ball, and I got a prop. I got a top 10, and I got a first round leader. What do you got? I got first round leader, winner, top 10, and a couple scratchies. Let's start with first round leaders. Reggie, kick us off. All right, I have Cole Hammer. 150 to 1. You just love this dude. Wow, because he looks like he's 15. But, um, no. That's... No, that was kind of weird. But weird? Yeah. Didn't mean it like that, but he's just a young up-and-comer. Um, but anyways, he just, or I think two days ago, or maybe today, found out that for the U.S. Open, he, like, was doing the qualifier thing or whatever, and he was, like, the first alternate. And someone just withdrew today because he had he was like concerned about traveling because I think he was like from France or something, and so Cole Hammer is now in it. So I figured now he's in a great mood because he's in the U.S. Open. So he's gonna come out hot tomorrow, or he's not gonna give a fuck because he's in the U.S. Open. <laughs> well, and this is well, there. You, either way, what, he's just what, gonna be bombs the, what's away. What's the term where they're like looking ahead? What? Like he's not gonna like he's in this tournament. He doesn't care about this tournament because he's looking ahead. He's like he's like looking foreshadowing. Past. Yeah, sure. I was thinking yeah. foreshadowing, but I was like, that doesn't I don't sound think right. That, that doesn't sound shit. right. Yeah, exactly. All right, carry on. He's looking ahead. Sounds pretty right to yeah. me. All right. He's just not focused, man. All right, go on. And then I have Harold Varner the third. Oh, uh, I looked at Harry. <laughs> Fifty to one. I looked at. Should him. I go? Yeah. Should I go first round leader on Varner because <laughs> I, I took him top ten. Oh, uh, should we do pod pod Harry V? I'll do Harry V. What is he at? 55, you said? I got him 50, I think. All right, 50 to 1. We're adding hold Harry. HV3. HV3. HV3, 50 to 1. Oh, he's 45 to 1 for me. Ah, uh, the people know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that value. <laughs> so what do you want? Points bet? Draft kids. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just don't like him because you can't get on him. Yeah, because you're banned, so. Um, go check bars. Is that all you got? That's all I got for first round leader. All right, I got uh, Tyrell Hatton at 22 to 1. I have now HV3 at 50 to 1. I have the Venezuelan bull, Jonathan Vegas, <laughs> at 60 to 1. And my boy, this is my tournament pick. And you guys are going to be thinking I'm an idiot. Wilco Knee Neighbor, the Ooh. South African. He's 21 years old. He's a fucking colossal human that can drive at like 450. <laughs> And and when you look up when you when you look him up on Google, it's him with like a falcon, like the bird. So <laughs> like that makes any difference. This guy's a bird nerd. He's a bird guy. I gotta find the picture now. Him with this bird. He's huge though. He's like Cyclops. So there is another first round leader that I plan to bet. So he's at he's at uh, he's at a hundred to one. Okay. There's another one that I planned to bet, and it was just because I was like snooping around, and someone else picked this guy, and I'd never heard of him. But basically, his stat was like. This guy has the lowest scoring average on like the first round of like the entire tour, but like he must just blow up after that because I didn't even know who he was. But then I for it was earlier today that I saw that, so I don't remember his name, so I got to find it again. But he was probably like a hundred to one or one hundred fifty to one. But I'll have to find that and then I'll bet that too. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wilco. All right. Um, what do you got, Jack? Is this for a top ten or no? First, first, round, first round leader. First round leader. I got Sunjay. Sunjay M. I got him at uh, thirty three to one. And HV three. And and HV three. I mean, yeah, got him too. The pod bet. 
the pod bet. What do you got for top ten? For top ten, I got HV3. I got him at, uh, what did I get him at? I got him at uh, plus 275. What's that? Yeah, what is that? This is a good lesson. $2.75. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 275 is... 27? Two. It's almost three quarters. Three to one? No, it's two Almost three quarters. quarters. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. I just round up usually. Yeah. Though. Who? Nobody likes fractions. Yeah. All right, what do you got for top ten? Wilco. <laughs> <Ten> <laughs> is that it? Ten to one, yeah. I got Hammer again. <laughs> 16 to one. <laughs> And then I got Pac. And so Pac, I don't even know his first name. Who? So it's his debut on the PGA Tour. Oh, my God. He's the first winner of, like, this new tour. It's kind of like the Corn Ferry Tour or whatever, but it's the college whatever tour. So, like, college players can easily make it onto the PGA Tour. He's the first, like, official graduate winner of it. And I guess he's really fucking good. So a lot of people are on him. So I got him at, I think, 12 to 1. So he's only 12 to 1, top 10. It's his first ever tournament. So he's got to be pretty good. That's, I, that's right. my thought process. All right. And watch him. He's going to be like the fucking, like, the pros from what was the tournament? Uh, was it the PGA championship for, like, the professionals? Oh, yeah. Got on. He's going to do like that. Yeah, and just miss the cut. Because yep. only two of them made it, and they yep. shot, like, four over. Yep. Yeah, I hope not, but we'll see. All right. And then I got winners. I I have, yeah, I got My a winner. winners come on Friday. I got a winner in here somewhere. I yeah, got Jack you. needs to wait for 90% of the field to be eliminated. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I got Doc Redman, 66 to 1. Just, you know, with that mustache, it's just got to be coming at some point. And... It's a tournament where, like, usually these, like, no-name tournaments, which there are some, like, yep. fairly big-name tournaments or, or people in here just because, like, the other tournament got canceled. But still, like, the no-name tournaments are usually the ones where, like, the breakout, like, players come who haven't, like, won an event before. So I have Doc Redman. I have Luke Litt, or at 66-1. to 1. I have Luke List at 60-1. to 1. Um, He's been playing pretty well lately. And then I have, I think it's Grayson Hago. Something like that, um, forty to one. He's a big Corn Ferry Tour player. He's played a few PGA Tour events. I bet on a few yeah, times. Yeah, you better him before. Yeah, he hasn't done really well for me, but he's one of those again where I think at some point he's going to break out. And then my like not long shot is and he so he goes forty to one, and then I have M some day M twenty to one to win it. It's a popular pick. Yeah, people like him. Mm-hmm. He's good. Is that it? Mm-hmm. All right, I got. Um, Brooks at eight to one. Hmm. I mean, hey. cool, cool bet. I really, I, I could see him just completely blowing everybody out, but he's healthy. Back to winning. Um, I have Jonathan Vegas at sixty-six to one. I have JT Poston at eighty to one. I almost bet that. I have Wilco at one twenty-five to one, and I have Rafa at four hundred to one. JT Poston just came off a nice U.S. qualifier. He round. did. He played very well, and he and he played well at the last tournament, at least yeah. the first couple rounds. I don't know how he finished, but yeah, I don't know either. I just saw I was looking at the U.S. Open qualifiers, so like the pros that like barely made it, and just seeing like who missed it. Like Ricky missed it by a shot, which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, and then Pod or Padre Harrington missed it by a shot, and then there's someone who broke their streak by not playing. I, I'm trying to remember. It's gonna piss me off. Someone broke their streak for playing majors, and I, I think they had to withdraw for some. Oh, Jason Day, 
Jason Day had to withdraw for like medical reasons or whatever. Jackson's open. Um, all right, and then I have I have scratchies, but I'm not gonna go through them. I have a seven leg like matchup scratchy, and then I did I round robined it at five and at four. Ah. And I put some decent cash on the round robin, so like I don't know what they pay out because obviously it depends on like what matches win, but pretty much all of them were plus money, so like it shouldn't be bad even if it's the four, but. We'll see. I, I also did it before, like, all the matchups were set. So, like, I picked some random ones that I never would pick because I wasn't willing to wait until, like, tonight to do the picks. Slow and patient. <laughs> yeah, I was a little impatient. So, because I did it, like, this morning, and there was, like, a bunch of matchups that I never would have bet normally, but there was no other options. So, I, I couldn't do, like, a four-leg parlay. So, I didn't. I just picked random ones. But, yeah, that's all I had. Um, my two little obscure bets, not really obscure, but I, I had one matchup. I didn't really get time. I didn't have time to go through all the three bowls, but <clears throat> excuse me. I saw uh, Brooks was plus 101 over Keith Mitchell and Lucas Glover. So I figured at plus money for Brooks, even if it is just even money, that was yeah. pretty easy for me to bet. And then uh, top international player, Wilco, 20 to 1. Basically, I'm just hoping that this South African giant just comes and dominates this place. He's only 21. Yeah, so there was a boost, I think, for... Wilco? No, for Bryson versus Brooks. So it was just even money, either way. But I think it might have been for the U.S. Open, though. Yeah, I guess it's for the U.S. Open. So, maybe, if you... Peppers want to yak. Our dog's dying down here. She's literally dry, just gonna throw it. It's oh, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, oh, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> it's gonna be on the pod. <laughs> this dog's just absolutely gonna hack up a storm. What a great ending to the pod. We might just cut it with just puking. <laughs> Pepper didn't like your picks. <laughs> yeah, literally. What a boy conference. Yeah. So don't bet on anything we just said because yeah. that's a bad omen. Yeah. Okay, baby. If only we would have went through the matchups, you know, we'd bet the opposite of. But that's too much work, so we're not gonna do that. So you don't, you don't get to know. But that all we got? That's all. That's all. I mean, I have nothing else to add after that. Well, we need a Reggie's likes. Yeah, you have to say something. Uh, what do you like? What do you like? What do you like? Oh, I like. I got something. I like that in like a year or two, if we're still doing the podcast, making money from it, you know, I think we're gonna be a big Tony Romo podcast. Big on Tony Romo once he gets into the tour. I like that I found out, and because I, I don't think we've said this on the pod yet, that we found out recently, which I think it was just from a lack of reading emails, so it was actually a little while ago. Oh, yeah. This is but a good thing. This, yeah, this is a really good thing, that we are a top 100 golf podcast. On Apple Music, out of... Probably a hundred. <laughs> yeah, why? We're in. We're ninety-six. No, I do know that there's more. Really? Yes, there's more than ninety-six. All right. Uh, we're top anybody below us is just getting has no friends to listen. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I feel like most of our friends have pretty much dropped off anyway. So. Yeah. So if you're still listening, we appreciate you. Yeah. Top one hundred. Thanks, guys. You can email the pod, and we'll find a way to get into it. And tweet, tweet the pod. 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 <laughs> yeah. I already lost the email again. <laughs> no, I can log into it, but I just don't know what I don't know what it is off the top of my head. All right. Well. Well, maybe tweet we'll the tweet pod, it out we'll, at some point. We'll read your tweets on air. Just let us know. Um. All right. That's all, folks. See you uh, next Wednesday. Goodbye.